no. Shoot. Okay. Well, let's make this fun. It's just we're gonna. You guys get a little extra bonus feature there for that one. So here we go. It's Rusty Diamond. Boom! Boom, it's Rusty. Boom, it's Rusty. Yo, man, here we go. It is Tuesday. Nope, it is not Tuesday. It is Wednesday. Yesterday was Tuesday, so I don't believe today can be Tuesday as well. So that's okay. But today... It's Wednesday, so we're going, 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 and this is my show. It's the only show I'm doing today, so this is going to be nice, and uh, it's awesome. I get to have a special guest on here, and why not? I hope I didn't lose her, um, which I guess I did not, so I'm going to bring her in here, and uh, the special guest you know, is here and is here right here, right now. And that special guest is Erica. How you doing, Erica? I am better than amazing and hoping you are too, Rusty. <laughs> I am. I love that answer. That's great. Um, I hope that travels around and you get to say that more often than not. And I hope other people are picking up on that too. Um, I might end up starting yeah. saying that. I think that's a great way to um, to hear that and have other people hear that. And I think it's a good good message. I agree. So, uh, yeah. So, okay. So we were talking right before. So you are, yeah, part of uh, the crew, uh, which I've had. I don't even know. Uh, yeah, I think it's. Four or five, and I think I don't even know. I think Hezekiah was the first, but it might not have been Hezekiah. It might have been Trevita. But I think I've had yeah Hezekiah, Trevita, Trevita, yes, um, Black Diamond, and I think there were two. Who am I forgetting? Um, I'm not. I'm not sure right now. I'd have to look at my notes. Uh, but I mean, everyone I've loved, and I, I keep saying. You know, whoever else you have from uh, from the crew, you know, send them my way because I I love to have them on. So I was wondering how you became uh, affiliated with them, how you became a, a member, a partner, how that happened. So what happened was um, I met Angela um, before COVID. We were supposed to do something, but COVID happened. And then life happened. And one of my good friends, um, Alma Thomas, she invited me to be the guest of her um, debut of her podcast. And when I saw what they was doing, I said, I need to be a part of this because I've always been interested in having my own podcast. And I was like, I know Angela is someone I can learn from. And since I've been a part of the crew podcast, it's been blessings on top of blessings. Yeah, and so that was, uh, I forgot Angela and Alma, both of them too were on the show. Uh, so 
those so that's, that's a five right now so i think you might be number six so um okay. i mean that's that's awesome so you saw that um that angela was just doing it i mean it was yeah everything and um and so then that was inspiring to you and you do you, you had a had an idea for a podcast before that or was it just um something that was sort of floating around your head then or what, what was going on with that so i tried my hand at podcasts i was on spotify for a second um i did something through my website but I wasn't consistent, um, wasn't drawing the crowd, wasn't bringing the people in. So I just kind of just gave up. But then when I saw the opportunity to grow with Angela and to learn the business for myself, I said, I definitely need to be under her leadership. I think that's a great uh, reason to do that. And that's a good, good idea with that. And so did you continue your podcast or do you start a new podcast so i kind of got away from what i was doing but my podcast with angela um is called aries joint i'm more than a woman and we meet every first and third tuesday so yesterday was show number three for me so i'm gonna learn it i'm gonna stay with her until i know i master it and then you know see what happens you know if I can do it on my own or not. Yeah. Um, okay. Congratulations on your third show. That's uh, pretty awesome. It's good. It means it's going. It means it's still going. And um, so, how are you? Where? How are you recording? Are you recording? Uh, doing video calls, or are you in the same area as the people that you're recording with? Rusty, I'm ho I'm horrific with technology. Um, <laughs> technology is just not my thing. So I know I need to learn it. And I think I'm afraid of it. I'm, I'm like, I'm old age. <laughs> so I'm afraid, I'm afraid of the knowledge and information. And I know I need to get out of that. So Angela records it. Um, I'm learning how to share. I know we're on iHeart, um, Spotify, um, Facebook, YouTube. So I'm pretty much following her lead on how to um, share it. But my husband, who is awesome with technology, he shares it everywhere as well but I oh. just need to catch up to them. <laughs> so then that kind of works out. So, I mean, uh, yeah, you can learn as you go, but then at the same time, you have someone else who is teaching you one part of it. And then your husband, who's able to, you know, take care of everything right there on your end um, and be able to share it on social media. Cause uh, like you, I mean, social media for me and is, and a lot of other technology of this is just, not something I'm too familiar with and um, or really have not that I don't have time. I mean, I don't spend a lot of time on social media, so it's it just uh, it goes on there and I, I hope for the best. But the cool thing is now that with parts like that is that there's, you know, there's there's stuff to help out. There's a uh, there's other people and then, you know, there's uh, there's AI stuff to help out. That's going to be, I think, easier and easier to integrate for people like you or myself uh, who shouldn't be hung up on something like someone who is a, a creative like yourself, you know, be able yeah. to just be hung up on something that 
that can just be kind of bypassed now and taken care of and and you can just do it and you don't have to worry about trying to figure out something that doesn't really matter to you um yes and you can put more time into your podcast and your writing and um and you know other other parts of your life other than trying to learn something that something can be done kind of automatically and save you a bunch of trouble so i think that's that's pretty nice and so um and you're also an author and have you got to integrate your your book with your podcast have those two got to come together i'm going to implement that soon um, my podcast is, isn't just about authors. Yesterday, I showcased my very first author, but um, I'm trying to open it to everything, to everything that's going on in the world. But I am going to start implementing, you know, my books and, and other authors' books soon. So what what do you mean with uh, trying to show what's going on? Is that what you said? I'm not sure if that's exactly what you said, but... Um for like your, your topics for what's going on and and wherever in the world uh, locally or anything what so what what are you try, yeah trying to cover i'm trying to cover everything raise raise awareness on what's going on in the world today not just be closed minded like government um politics um our economy raising financial literacy um, um creating generational wealth the importance of having good credit. So I want to talk about everything, marriage, relationships, how important it is for you to be whole in yourself before you connect with someone else. I mean, everything. that part, music, right, that part, yeah. That part right there is really church. important. And church, yes. yeah. And so, so then are you getting, you know, um, I, I mean, I guess you know you're probably not going to ever run out of guests. I mean, you can always just keep going back to uh, the crew and always have more and more, and uh, so someone's yes. going to be there. And um, so, are you for what what you're trying to get across? Are, are you searching for guests that are trying to? tell some story or uh, just try to bounce off someone else to be able to you know, just sort of, you know, come up with ideas or discuss how things work? Is that something there? That's a good question. I like that question. Um, <laughs> I love that question. Um, I'm looking for people who, who have ideas, who have a story to tell. Um, if they need to bounce off of someone else, that would be okay. Like my very first guest was, of course, my husband, who's a serial oh. entrepreneur who, who does it all. So I had him. Not only did we talk about God, but we talked about the importance of how God wants us to create wealth. Um, my second guest was um, someone, um, Dr. Vivian C. Smith, who was raising awareness about human trafficking. And my third guest yesterday was about um, her books and what she's doing in our community because we come from the same town um, in New York. But I have upcoming guests, like a special guest, one of them is going to be my daughter, who has a story to tell, very beautiful, a model, but she wasn't always secure because she has been stalked 
on three different occasions by men. And now she's finally comfortable in the skin she's in. So she started her own lingerie line. Now the church world is tearing her apart, but her mother is a beer. So <laughs> I'm not going to let no one attack her if they don't know the story of where yeah. she comes from. So we're going to share her business. And then I have an upcoming politician who I love. Um, he's, he's, he's a bishop. He's here in North Carolina, but however, comma, he's doing great things in the Fayetteville community. So I have people from all over um, coming with um, ideas. And listen, we're just a whole bunch of people trying to, you know, connect together to raise awareness. Yeah. And I like that you had your, your husband on there as your first guest because. I mean, it's, it's someone that you, you know already and it like the the back and forth is always, you know, you're not going to have a, a hard time trying to, you know, meet somebody on the first time and not really know what, what's going to happen. And so, um, and so you were also saying about, so that you're, you and your husband were talking about um, with God um, wanting you to create wealth. Um, was that, did I say that right? Yes, I love so, it. So what, what do you mean by that? Like, uh, and like what, what kind of wealth, how wealth works into your life and your husband's life and, um, and everything else? So we all read the Bible, right? Everybody is so saved, sanctified, speaking tongues, but broke. Don't have a dollar. They gave their last $20. They speak in an unknown languages, unknown to God, unknown to me. <laughs> so in the book of Deuteronomy 8 and 18, it says God gives us the power to produce wealth. So if God gives us the power to produce wealth, then how come we don't have it? How come it's only 1%, right? And how come the church folks are the most, <laughs> let, me, let me rephrase, let me, let me phrase this right. Majority of the church believers don't have any money. If God wanted me to be rich, he would have created me rich. God created us with gifts and talents. Every single one of us has gifts and talents. So again, think about the people who are prosperous. Think about Job. Think about David. Think about Solomon. Even um, Jabez, when he asked, um, and everybody prayed the prayer of Jabez, God, um, um, large my territories. You know, so if God wanted us to be broke, he, God talks about legacy. He talks about a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. What inheritance? Are they going to inherit our debt? So we have to have something. It says in Ecclesiastes 11 and 2, give a portion to seven and also to eight, but thou knowest not what evil should be upon the earth. Well, we had the world shut down. Um, I think it was 2019, 2020, COVID hit. So COVID right now is the evil amongst the earth. And meanwhile, a lot of, of, of the people in the world all over, a lot of people went into debt, but we started another business. The rich got richer, the poor got poorer. So make that make sense, right? God doesn't, God doesn't want us to be broke, right? He wants right. us to be successful. He wants to lead, he wants us to create generational wealth and leave like Walmart, Amazon, Target, you know, um, Warren Buffett, um, Tony Robbins, you know, all these great men and women who stand on the Bible principles. They stand on the principles and use them to create wealth. What's that problem? <laughs> right, and I mean, with, with that, there's so many reasons. I mean, so like if you're 
not doing that, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of going against God if you're not trying to, to produce it. And so why not? Why not? If that's what, if that's what God wants, why not, you know, why not at least attempt it and try your best at it? It might not work. And, you know, you might have, you know, some, some attempts that don't, don't always get there to the top, but those are sure lessons that you're learning to take to your next one, um, such right. as that podcast. If you wouldn't have done that podcast, you'd, or you know, you wouldn't have known if you would have got into this newer version of your podcast, and you know, been hooked up with with Angela and everybody else there, and you know, getting to do that. If you wouldn't have taken that first step, so I mean, just even taking that first step is a huge one, and that's something I think that. I don't know if it's if it's just that you know that leap of faith or um, whatever you might call it, just being able to get out of your comfort zone, because yeah, not not a lot of happen, not a lot of not a lot happens when you're in your comfort zone. It's just yes, yes. you're yeah, it's not going to help out people down the line, and you know there, and I mean especially. During uh, COVID, there was so much. I, I know, selfishness within people, it seemed, and it didn't. It didn't seem as much as, you know, like we're we're all trying to to better ourselves. Like you, yeah, we all had like a great opportunity to do so much right there. And like you did, you know, you went and started your own business. I did the same thing. I um, I had one and then, I mean, I just kind of started another one just for, you know, for fun. And that thing took Dave. off because, yeah, I mean, everyone was just wanting to spend that money, but not, I mean, so... I mean, because a lot of people were getting uh, paychecks and stuff for whatever from either from the the state or government or, um, or anything, but not a lot of people were reinvesting that themselves. I mean, I sure. yeah, I I was selling um, and like reselling stuff, and I mean, my sales were large. Um, because people were just taking this stuff and just buying this stuff for themselves, just stuff that is just random, random kind of useless stuff that's not going to help out people, help out themselves first, and then help out people around them. And I mean, and like you said, if you can't help out yourself first, you can't help out the people around you. You can try, but it's not going to nothing's going to turn out well with that one. It's going to be a good effort, but you're not yeah. able to give them anything really except right. for, yeah. So, um, so then, so another thing. So with your book, you're, were you writing that during COVID or was that before? I did have um, two books come out during COVID, but I've been writing um, my first published book came out in 2014, but um, 
I used COVID as the opportunity when I saw what my husband was doing. He's one of the greatest teachers that, that one of my greatest earthly teachers. So when I saw him, you know, grinding as hard as he was doing, we began to burn the midnight oil. We up, we're working, we're um, we're working. Um, we have eight businesses, so we're working, um, helping people um repair their credit, eliminate debt but starting a trucking company, you know, starting my own personal coaching. And then I'm writing, um, I'm, I'm writing books because COVID, um, I began COVID with two broke feet. So I was laid up and I was in a dark, dark place. I was in a dark place um, in my life um, with my um, being estranged from my mother and her side of her family. So wrote this book, um, The Preacher's Wife, and then came The Silent Cry. So actually three books came out during, during COVID. And I think those are the three, actually four books came out during COVID. And those are the four best books I've written or co-written in. And I'm excited about that because when we go back to debt and leaving the legacy, if you die right now on your job, your kids cannot inherit your job. Right. And in right. that break room, lunch room, cafeteria, wherever you go, is going to be a, um, a, a paper um, um, advertising your job, help wanted. They're going to replace your position as quickly as possible. But when you are a business owner, then you can that can you can leave your businesses to your children's children's children like Ford. Ford is still in existence. Those cars yeah. are better than ever before. Right. And we have right. to have that mindset. The, the rich don't teach their children to go to college. The rich teach their children early on to invest, buy property. Right. Yeah. Um, utilize your gifts and talents, whatever it is. But where the poor, we teach our children to go to college. Think about it. My children left my home with no debt. Right. Right. But now, by the time graduating college, they're in debt because they owe over $100,000 in student loans. Make that make sense. Yeah. And then, because I, um, I, well, I mean, so the, like the, the business model for schooling was really put in place by, um, I don't remember if it, was, if it was Rockefeller or someone else uh, that was like Rockefeller. Uh, I have to look. It was one of the two. It was Rockefeller or someone else who was like incredibly, you know, wealthy. But I mean, it was basically put in place. It takes, um, you know, 12 years to fully uh, indoctrinate someone with eight hours a day. To teach them how to be, um, basically, to be a you know five days a week to be a, a worker bee, and I mean that's they have it set up that way. And then yeah, when you get to go to college, so you can be better into business to making you money. You know why not be the person that's, you know, yeah, telling. I I wish I wouldn't have gone to college. I think it was. <laughs> I mean, it gave me a little bit of story for, uh, and maybe put me where I am now, but if I would have yes. had my choice, I would have, you know, left school when I was 16 years old, got my GED and got some, you know, uh, some, you know, started, I was already kind of working my own business when I was 17, 
And uh, I mean, it was, I should have just stuck with that, but it was just such this, not a pressure of society to, to go. And I, yeah, then, I mean, I was, yeah, I was in debt for a little bit. I, I mean, luckily got out there. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of people, it's still, and I mean, that was, you know, 20 yes. years ago. So, um, I mean, it's price of schooling has gone up a lot, but I mean, and, and I wasn't investing. I mean, investing too as a huge thing. And I didn't yeah. get into that either until, until COVID. And, uh, and then I was like, okay, well, I can, I can invest in myself and invest in other. Yeah whatever you know invest in stuff and you know it worked out okay it worked out all right and so yeah it's good. yeah I, well yeah it, i don't know it was uh yeah it was something i wish i would have known 20 years earlier instead of you know, wasting my money on a lot of stuff i shouldn't have been spending money on and just sort of you know, living, but, um, so, I mean, so, and yeah, you got, you have, you have your kids and, you know, and with, so like with your daughter being able to have her get in and, you know, turn something that had kind of sounded like it, uh, wasn't hurting her, but it was making stuff harder with her. And being able to take that and yeah. really just take it all in and then be able to use that to make a business, which is something that's going to, I mean, obviously mean a lot to her too. Uh, and, you know, can put a lot into it. And so, um, and so what, did she come to you and your, your husband about that, about that saying she was wanting to start a business or she just went out one day and said, I'm starting a business. <laughs> so what happened is all of my daughters are entrepreneurs and majority of my grandchildren are entrepreneurs. So she didn't come to that daughter didn't come to me per se, but two other of my daughters did because they saw what we were doing. This particular daughter has a college degree and um, she wasn't working in the field of her college degree, but um. Her, um, her boyfriend is a serial entrepreneur as well. And together, you know, the things that they created and it was, it was a passion of hers and she turned a bad situation into a profitable situation. And like you said, I wish we would have, I wish I would have known better because I didn't come from the lineage of wealth. My parents were hardworking. My mother was a a, a struggling single mother, um, alcoholic, you know, life, life really did its thing with her. So there was no one to teach me or have these type of conversations. I didn't even really understand what entrepreneurship was about until I married my husband and it would be 10 years. So within these last 10 years, you know, even though I was comfortable in my job, had a nice salary, but it, it, it wasn't enough. So now that I understand the importance, I'm fighting every day to make sure that I leave a positive impact in this world. So my children's children's children will understand who grandma E was. 
I like that. I like that a lot. And uh, and I mean, they don't they don't teach that stuff in school. They don't teach you how to be an entrepreneur. Go go out and get it yourself, and that you can do that. And then it's. I mean, uh, that I hope that you know that kids now are able to. I mean, if we had what what they had to be able to go and you know you know, listen to one of your shows um, or, you know, go and watch YouTube videos about, you know, learning some, learning that or, you know, learning some other skill and that there's other ways to do stuff. I'm, I mean, yeah, we had, I don't know, we had, we had some books, but, you know, it was what we had at the library or, um, or, you know, whatever was at school. And so there, yeah, there wasn't a lot of books on doing it yourself and I think it I mean, even now I mean I think it's you still need someone to be able to mentor you and get you yeah. that but you can even still do you know get a little bit of your foot in the door by you know doing some stuff on your own just from what you know listening to someone like you or your husband or or Angela um and just yeah, being able to really understand that yes, I can, I can do this, and you know, I can make it, make my own wealth, make my own, my own life, and I'm not right. stuck to something else. And so, um, and so, do you do you do uh, any speaking, uh, like any public speaking at all? I do. I do, I do, I do in, um, in my community, um, um, in the churches around. Um, I'm branching out to um, now like um, getting involved in schools, especially in the community where I come from, to actually to give the, um, the younger generation hope to let them know that they don't have to do it the way that their parents, parents, parents did it because they lack understanding. I don't know about you, um, or your parents or your family. But again, I come from, I kind of find out I come from a family of, um, my grandfather was an entrepreneur. Um, he had his own oil company. I do not know why none of his children did not follow in his steps. I just, I just, I just don't, I just don't get it. <laughs> why they prefer to go punch a clock or someone and make some Alice dreams become more wealthier while they're tired. And I look at them today and, they're bitter, they're scarred, they're mad, and most of them are broke. <laughs> and, yeah. and I'm like, those are the choices they made. And because they lack understanding, they often kill our dreams. I've always wanted to be a singer. And instead of having someone encourage me, I always heard, shut that noise up, you sound like a cackling hen. You know, because that was their fear because they didn't have the faith. You, you said it earlier, the leap of faith to say, that this is what I'm going to do. So because they lack wisdom and understanding and knowledge, they killed my dreams, right? And right. now, before I go to any church, I need you to come and sing. I'm like, wow, if I would have listened, and I did, I, I listened to the people who assassinated me. I listened to the people who spoke death into me. And now I refuse to do that with any of my daughters. You can do whatever you want to do. Go ahead. I prefer you 
to work for yourself than to work for someone else. I prefer you to make your own money because I came with that scripture, what Ecclesiastes 11 and 2, give a portion of seven and also to eight, but thou knowest not what evil should be upon earth. God wants us to have the minimum to seven to eight strings of income. Oh, I, I lost your, your, uh, you, you, I lost your, uh, your sound. I, I don't know if you, you hit something or, or what, um, but uh, there we go. Okay, you're back. Okay, yeah, so I, I missed that last part. Okay, so I forgot what I was saying. No, 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 I was saying that God wants us to have seven to eight streams of income coming in. So this way, if something happens like COVID, we didn't panic because we know we had this business. We know we have money coming in here. I knew money sales from my books. I know from my publishing company, from our trucking company, from our credit company, we had money coming in. So it's important. How often did people tell you that you should only do one of those? Did so many, I've heard that my whole entire life. Erica, you can only do one thing at a time. So I got stuck listening, trusting people who had their own issues, didn't know who they were. And, but these were my role models because I didn't get that from my family. But now today I'm like the blood of Jesus. There's 24 hours in a day. I need to utilize my time. So that means I have to get up early in the morning to begin my day. I do it. If that means I have to stay up late at night, I do it. I have clients that I meet with two o'clock in the morning. I have clients that I meet with 4.30 in the morning. I have clients that I meet with 11 o'clock at night because if, if they hired me as their coach, which they do, then I'm available to you. My coaches, our coaches, there are millionaire coaches. They were available to us. And because we were coachable and teachable and we followed their instructions down to the T, we got the same result. Now, we don't have millions of dollars yet, but we're not far from it. Yeah, and you're on the track to doing it, and you're uh, you're yes. much further than yes. you were before, and you've taken that first step. If you've taken that first yes. step, you're already on your way. Come and, on, you know, you're on your way. All you said, just keep on doing what you're doing, and and it's works out pretty well. And um, and so what what's your your coaching? Uh, so where where'd you get your coaching from? To um, so. Yeah, go ahead. So we, we was a part of um, um, Eric Thomas, the um, ET, the hip hop preacher. We was a part of, of his um, coaching and mentoring. Then um, we're a part of a business called My Econ, the stands for our economy, my economy. Our coaches, which were thousands themselves, um, both um, Mr. Alvin Curry and Mr. Ivy Stokes based out of um, Georgia, they took us under their wings and began to coach us. Our business, um, our business coaches um, from South Carolina was um, Coach Eric and his wife, Dorothy McKinley. They taught us how to not um, start businesses and put everything in our personal credit, but to create business income. <laughs> so our trucking company was thriving. We paid off our truck, one of our trucks. So, you know, God is good. So those are our um, mentors. And we listen. We paid good money. But we sit and we listen and we learn. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, you can you can pay money all day, but if you're not listening, you're not learning. I you know, 
I mean, they're, they're obviously doing something right. So, yeah. and I mean, hopefully I, everyone can learn from it and, and better themselves because, um, I mean, that's something that I, I think is important to do as well. Like if, if someone helped you out at some point, you should want to do that for someone else who, you know, in whatever, you know, way you want to take that, um, you know, be able to yeah, kind of pass that on to somebody else and right. in some way, like, I mean, uh, I, I don't know, I had a, uh, like a psychiatrist, therapist, and um, okay. like, she did not, she never charged me money one time to go to her. Um, and I didn't know this until afterwards. And I just was like, I never got a bill. It's like, uh, you're, <laughs> then she let me, uh, so I went in there after I, uh, I busted my knee and I basically had to stop doing all my physical activity, my jobs, everything. Okay. And I, I got depressed and I went in there and she got me into hypnosis and then was able to um, like rent out um, office space for me whenever I wanted to for free. And so, Ooh. I mean, with that, like I've, I've always been, you know, I try to do something like that if I can, if I, I mean, I, I that always will stick with me if something that, Someone didn't have to do it for me, but if I can help people out like that, I, I'd sure like to, or if I can teach people how, you know, how to do a lot of stuff, like if I can help, you know, it's, it's good to keep passing it down, not just keep it for yourself and right. you know, let, help, help the people around you have That's a right. better, better life and give their kids a better life. And I, I was talking about this too. And one of my other recent podcasts, like, a lot of people have a lot of different takes on a lot of stuff, a lot of viewpoints, a lot of different backgrounds and what they, you know, what they think, what they, what they like, but, and there's always so much, you know, division of, you know, everybody and, but there's not a lot of trying to find the common ground. And I think the common ground is everybody at least you have this that everybody wants the future generations to yeah. have it better than what we have and i mean no matter how much you disagree with somebody else you're going to probably still agree on that and so yes, I that's, that's something yeah i i kind of like that one and so um so that yeah so are you uh what okay so i had a couple questions for your writing so your writing uh was it just write as you go uh or did you have to did you outline it first or was it um just write as you go and then was this on on paper or was it uh on um uh, you know random napkins or was it on a computer a typewriter uh chisel and some stone um <laughs> what 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 did you like to write on or to do a, to do that on 
in the beginning, remember I said I'm old age, you know, <laughs> so in the beginning, I've been writing since I was a little kid and I would write oh. in notebooks, position notebooks, and I would write for entertainment and I would share with my friends and they'd be like, oh girl, you need to publish a book one day. But remember, I come from that generation. You, 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 you ain't talented, you ain't gifted, you ain't gifted. So I would refuse, cause I don't know how to type. So I would refuse to even mess with the typewriter or computer, but something happened um, in my life back in 2005 that I just got on that computer and I began to write. So God is always downloading in me and I was in a place in my life um, with my now estranged mother who just, God bless her, just God bless her. You know, the, the, the hurt and the pain that she just bestowed upon me and not even knowing that she was responsible for my current situation, what I was going through with my daughters and my soon-to-be ex-husband where they done took me to court, CPS was called, I'm facing all these allegations and I was hurt because if anybody who knows me know I'm not going to jail for nobody. Listen, I'm not going to, I'm not breaking no law intentionally, you know? So when I was faced with this situation, I just took to the computer and I just started writing. So my first book, A Mother's Time to Heal, came to life in 2005, but I did nothing with it until 2009. I, I finally got it edited. And then I did nothing with it again until 2013 when I met my now husband and it was prophesied, you're going to write books, you're going to write lots of books, Erica, but I just didn't believe in myself. So I don't write on records and like that, but if I'm someplace and if I get a thought, I have a notebook app in my phone and I may put the title or, or put a name of a chapter, jot down something real quick, and then I'll, I'll go from there. But usually I never know which direction I'm going. I just sit down, I just pray and say, God, have your way. And then I write, then I write the book. And yeah, just then you can always yeah go back and edit it, but you're getting out what needs to get out and it's coming from, yeah, you know, after a while, you know, it gets, you know, from your subconscious and you're, you know, what you really are yeah. thinking and feeling and inside yourself. And um, that's when, that's when the magic happens. And, yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. And, yeah. And so, uh, so if people are going to find you and your work uh, online, where are they going to go? They're going to go to Amazon. Um, I'm on Amazon. You can find me under Erica T. Moore. Erica T. Moore. They can find me on my website, um, which is www.ericatmore. They can find me on Google Play. Um, I forget where my husband has me at. Um, Kobo, Kubu, something I, I forget. He has me on different um, 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 platforms, but most of all, they can find me on Facebook or Instagram, you know, um, sharing, you know, my work because I want to just be inspirational to, to everyone, especially those who are um, sexual assault um, survivors, you know? Sure. So I definitely want to be um, a light array, you know, a beacon of hope. Um, for everyone that has gone through some type of trauma in their life. And even though they may laugh at my books because I'm funny, I like to think I'm funny, you know, <laughs> but they, I'll be like, those are some, that really happened to me. They'd be like, get out of here. I'll be like, yeah, that happened to me. So that's where they can find me. Instagram. How much, huh? how much, how much did that help when you were able to write that out? Was it something that you just hadn't 
ever really gotten a chance to talk about before and writing it was the first time you've got to get it out or or was it when i first started when i first started writing when i wrote a mother's time to hear i was hurt because of um the accusations from my children and my ex-husband i was strict i have five girls single parent you know i was strict you're not going to have the life that i had and um they turned on me and i was hurt not even realizing that I was I was hurting. I too have a therapist who I love, 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 love. Me with her twice a month if I can. And it would be 2020 when COVID began. I never revealed who my assaulter was. I did once when I was 16 and my mother called me a liar. Never asked me a question, wow. never asked me what happened, but she called me a liar, which is her son. Her son, um, my half brother is my abuser. Well, my mother's my abuser too, because together they will beat me. <laughs> so not knowing that I'll Oh, I, I lost your sound again. Uh, but, okay. I hope you can hear this, but uh, yeah, whatever you did last time, I lost your sound. There you go. Okay, so I missed now? that last part. Yeah, I missed that last part. Okay, so not knowing that um, I was hurting on the inside, um, my therapist began to help me work it out because all of my characters and all my books were about me. Even though there may have been five characters, main characters, they were all a part of a stage in my life. So writing in 2020, when I finally told my truth, when I finally was able to accept my truth, my mother hates me. And this is why this evil was brought upon me. I was like, oh shoot, whoever my father is, I don't know who he is. But whoever my biological father is, I, 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 <laughs> I bear the grunt of whatever he did to her or they did to each other, it was taken out of me. So therapy came in, oh my God, I'm in therapy. I'm crying like a baby, I need help. And I finally got the help that I didn't know that I needed. And now um, it helped me a lot. So now when I write, I, I'm now intentional. I'm gonna write about um, any type of sexual trauma or, or, or domestic violence. I, the outline is in my mind. So now I have a clear purpose of what I want my readers to take away from what I'm writing. I'm not writing because I'm hurting now. Now I'm writing to help other people get healed and set free. I love it. I love it. And yeah, Erica, I'm so happy we got to, to talk and I got to meet you. And uh, I already knew it was going to be good once you told me that you you're with the crew. So I, it worked out okay. And you lived up to it. So uh, everybody follow Erica, go to her website, check out her book, go, go to Amazon and get it. And yeah, thanks again for listening, everybody. And uh, thank you for having Erica. me. Yeah, you're very welcome. And have a great rest of your day. You too, now, Rusty. Bye right. now. Bye bye. All right, you guys. That's, that's Erica. She was awesome. Like I said, man, the crew, the crew, uh, if you look up them, they're, all, they're great. I've, like, like I said, I think she was a six person from, their group that I've had on and yeah, every one of them has just been so 
Nice. They all have this, like this crazy positivity and just, you can tell they're in a good place um, and happy. And so it's really nice to be able to talk with them and get to hear their stories. So yeah, everyone. So you guys um, like, share, subscribe, download, listen. There's 365 other episodes of this. And you can go on the Quantum Global Broadcasting Network and check out my other podcasts or anything else. I don't know. Go to rustydiamond.net. And everything else I'll tell you about is being in the show notes. So uh, that is the show, man. It's Rusty Diamond, my...